God is really doing some great things at Grace Baptist Church in us. Uh, I, I'm observing spiritual growth in the lives of people. So even during the COVID lockdowns and the, the, the idea of it's hard to grow in attendance during this time, God's bringing people to Grace Baptist through your faithfulness. There's a couple of things that happen. They come, they hear about Grace Baptist either through conversations with you guys or other things. But after they come, they get fed from the pulpit, which that's my part. But you all, your friendliness, your kindness, your interest in them, your desire to see their good and Grace Baptist's growth, that's really, it's really having an effect. Uh, I want us to really pray about next Sunday. Um, Man, we get to preach on the resurrection next Sunday and really be inviting people to Grace Baptist. Really be inviting them. We have our billboards. I've got to go by and watch it uh, and see what it is, what it looks like. I appreciate Justin Yo doing the artwork for us and Pastor Nathan getting that done. Oh, by the way, May 2nd, Nathan Bryanick's going to be preaching all day. Isn't that fun? May 2nd. So uh, I'll be in Toledo preaching that day, but uh, Nathan is coming in. To, he wanted to come see his family, and I said, you know what? This will work well. It'll be, it'll be perfect. So, uh, but he helped with the artwork. But let's really be in prayer for next Sunday, and it'll go well. Um, let, let's have a word of prayer, and then we'll dive into the text. Lord, we love you, and help us to have your mind. And Lord, help us to get our minds around um, who we are to be as we head into this change of season. Lord, we're very thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Boy, I love the change of seasons. Um, I don't know if I would want to live somewhere year-round where it's all the same season all the time. Now, you know, about January 1st, I'm ready for spring. So I'm living in the wrong place for that. But but I, I do love the change of seasons. But one thing that I've come to recognize about our community is once it gets nice, people are outside and church attendance can can start to wane. Um, so I just want to talk about a couple of things. I want us to look at this chapter and just get some direction for the summer. And so this is just not really a, an exposition. This is just Pastor Jim talking to the church for a few minutes tonight. So look at verse 1, Galatians 6 and verse 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault... Ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So the first thing that I want us to think about is this summer, coming up soon, all the outdoors stuff starts. Whether it's your kids' um, sporting events, if it's, for me, it's golf, um, being outside like that family get-togethers, um, you know, senior open houses, graduation open, you know, all these different things that are going to be happening. We're going to be with people. And this is the time to really concentrate on doing ministry. Because there's a big difference between walking up to someone on the street, knocking on someone's door, and here's the difference being with someone that you haven't seen in a while at a family get-together. 
So you have an open door there. And we have to really take advantage of that. The other thing that will happen is, how many of you at those events, you run into people that have kind of fallen out of church? Right? We don't need, um, the, we don't need this kind of thing. Let's see. Ethan, come on up here. Help me. So how come you haven't been in church? What, 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 something going on in your life? Sleeping in. Sleeping in. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> How many of you know that that would be the wrong way to approach it? But And here's the thing that we need to remember. As kind as you try to be, that may be what they hear. So, we need to do it this way. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, failure to attend church is a fault. All right? What What's interesting right here is it's not talking about falling into deep sin. The Bible says we confess our sins to God. We confess our faults one to another. This is just, did any of you just kind of get out of the habit of going to church at one point in your life? Yeah, that's where they are. Is that the worst thing that could ever happen? Yes, you'll go to hell. Think I'm kidding? No. Um, <laughs> no, it's not the worst thing in the world. The, but here's the danger. You never get back into the habit. That's the danger. And so it's a fault. It, it's not adultery. It's a fault. And so you that are spiritual, look at the way that you're supposed to do it. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness. In the spirit of meekness. And then it says, considering yourself. You know what's fun for me? That's a contradiction. Meekness is not thinking about yourself. But then it says, consider yourself. So if I'm trying to get Ethan back in church, the thing I need to remember is it's not about me. It's not personal. If he rejects it, it's not personal. I need to not take that interaction personally. Second, Considering myself, man, I've got some faults too. Maybe not that one, but I've got some faults myself. So as we try to minister to people who may have fallen out or even that they've never really gotten plugged in, as we reach, as we try to reach those people, our spirit and our attitude, we got to be really careful. Um, I've recently heard of someone that they were approached with sarcasm. And the person saying it didn't mean anything, because I know them. But the person who received it felt burned by it. So we need to, we need to be really careful with how we're interacting with people that we're trying to love back into church. Uh, there's another thing. There, how many of you know people that have been a little scared to go out in public? Because of the, because of the the virus, um, well, you can mock them. You know, you can call them stupid. Is that, in the spirit of meekness, is that going to win, anyone? So just try to encourage them. Tell them that you know we we've not had any deaths in the church. We've had some folks get sick who have had it. 
It's, and some people have had it, and it was a bummer. Other people, they got it. It was kind of like a cold. But don't worry about it. You're going to be okay. Just, just come on. If you want to wear a mask, that's fine. It's not a problem. Come on and enjoy church with us. We need to try and encourage people. And then we need to make sure that we're reaching out to some of our seniors that are still very scared to come out. Got to make sure that we're interacting with those people and they don't feel like they've been left alone. So now, verse 1 again, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Man, that lest thou also be tempted, it is such a serious thing. When you think that you've got it handled, when you think you've got it covered, that's when you're going to mess up. And if that is your, I'm not going to make you say anything, but if, if you could testify to that, would you raise your hand? Any of you? That's, that's been where you are. I know that my hand's up on this. It's just walking in the spirit, being ready. And then verse two, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Let's help each other. You know, so if you know somebody that's got a project they're working on at home, let's go and invest in that person. Let's, let's spend time helping each other. Because look at uh, verse 10. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Um, as a church, we need to spend more time in evangelism. And we're, we're developing some things, and you're going to be hearing more about that. How many of you know we need to do a better job of leading people to Christ? Right? Getting people in the door and leading them to Christ. But secondly, I feel like we need to do a better job of helping our brothers and sisters in Christ. So, man, there's a lot of people. They have projects at their house. Well, let's get, you know, if you know there's a senior citizen, Ty, get a bunch of teenagers over there and clean up their yard for them. And, you know, we need to be investing in each other. We all have needs. We are very, I see Harry smiling. You got some jobs at the house that you need, that you need done. I've never seen a man that can do more projects at the house than Harry. So if, you, if you're not sure who to help, just go call Harry. He's going to have a job. They're on their fourth kitchen in six months. <laughs> Does it feel that way? <laughs> help each other. And they're, they're, that camaraderie that comes from a common uh, task, whether... You know, we have the fair ministry coming up. We'll have teen camp coming up. But then just, you know, have a work day at the church, cleaning up the grounds, doing the windows, you know, whatever. All the work that we're going to do, that's all good. And that's fun. But it's also fun to go to somebody's house and help them out with the project that, you know, they might be struggling with. How many of you guys, at one point, your wife said, I would like this. And you said, I got this. And you started it and you said, oh, my. I have no idea what I'm doing. Why did I ever start this? That's going to be on Doug's headstone. Why did I ever start this job? Ed, Ed I'm trying to remember the job, but I don't remember what it was, but it was one of those that might have been building your deck or painting it or something. I don't know. It was just one of those. Maybe it was his mother-in-law. Was it a mother-in-law thing? He doesn't remember. He doesn't know. What's that? You try to block it out. Let's just help each other. Let's, let's be involved in people's lives. Do you see how this right now is not really a biblical exposition? It's just as a church, let's bear one another's burdens. Let's, let's just help. As you have opportunity, do good unto all men. 
And people take that part of the verse and go to the social gospel, especially they of the household of faith. Help your brothers and sisters in Christ. Then look at what it says in verse 3. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Folks, none of us have it all together. We don't. We need to love each other. We need to have some humility. We need to help each other. We need to be kind to each other. We need to be building each other. And we need to be together. We need to be together. Laura and I were just talking. We want to have the Sunday school classes, the adult classes over to our house. And we can't fit everybody in the church at the house at the same time. But we, we just want to have just get-togethers, people coming over. And it's, it's almost grill time. I want you all to just imagine the smell of the grill. Isn't that awesome? And John Leesner ruined us. He and his class, they got us those Omaha steaks. And the, But the best part, have you ever had an Omaha steaks burger? Have you ever had one of those? You don't know whether to eat it or rub it all over you. It's really good, and I can't wait for that. And I can't wait to have people from the church over at our house and just... Just be together. Encourage each other. We need each other, folks. This is what the church is about. It's not just about coming in here and being taught. It's about building each other. Then verse 4. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Don't be waiting around for people to come help you. You be the one to work. You be the one to take the initiative. You demonstrate your faithfulness, your love for the Lord, your love for God's people by your work. That's how you're going to know. Right? Nobody ever comes and helps me. When did you go over to their house? When did you go and help them? Now, let's go on. Verse 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Those of you who are being discipled, have mercy on your discipler. Be there. Show up. Encourage them. Thank them for taking the time and investing in you. Those of you who are in a Sunday school class, encourage your teacher. If they have a class activity, be there. Show up. Communicate to them in all good things because it's a pretty thankless job sometimes. And yet, man, they love doing it. These teachers, they're working with the with the classes, and, and so communicate to them. And then, verse 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now remember, this is just spiritual life interacting with each other. If you're judgmental to somebody, well, when your fault comes up, you're going to want to be forgiven. You're going to want to be loved and accepted. Well, how about you forgive and love and accept other people? And what are you doing? You're sowing forgiveness. If you sow forgiveness, what can you hope to reap? If you sow judgment and condescension, what can you hope to reap? Yeah, in spades. I don't really know what that means, but I think it means more. Somebody's going to have to tell me where that came from. All right. So look at what it says in verse 8. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Now, the only way that you can sow to the Spirit is if you're saved. And you will sow everlasting rewards as you do ministry. Right? But if you take your summer, and your summer's all about the flesh. It's all about you. 
It's all about what you want to do. Well, that's just destruction. That's going to go away. The, the best way to be an unhappy person is to make your life about you. If you make your life about you, you'll die alone. If you make your life about others, you'll never be alone. And so it's really important because we are sowing and reaping, verse 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And you know what? I think this might be our due season. I, I think that, that it's time for us. We've been sowing uh, truth. We've been growing in discipleship. We've been learning how to give people the gospel. We've been learning how to live the Christian life. Now it's the season to go out and do that. And so my message tonight, it's just do good. Do good. Now, is that going to get you to heaven? No. No. Does that prove whether or not you're saved? No. No. But in spite of all that, we are to do good. And I think it's time. I think it's time. So don't get unplugged from church. Now, let's step back. I hope all of you get to take a vacation. I hope all of you get to get away for a little while. Hopefully not all at the same time. But I, I, I hope that all of you get to go away for a little while. Laura and I will. Um, Jacob graduates from college. Can you believe that? Here in a couple of weeks. And so we'll take a few days, go down to Florida and uh, pick him up. And we're going to have a couple of days of fun for his graduation. And it... We're going to enjoy that. In August, I hope to take a little bit of time off like, like we try to do. But how many of you think that maybe I ought to come back to church afterwards? Right? And, and yeah, it's my job, and I, I, I still need this job, so I will come back. But all of us need to make sure that we're doing that. Don't get so, uh, don't get so wrapped up in the flesh and in your life and in your family that you neglect the household of faith. Just, just don't do it. Because understand, when you do that, you're sowing something. How many of you want your kids to serve God? Well, it will help your children to serve God if you demonstrate the importance of the church house to them. Now, I'm preaching to the Sunday night crowd, right? You guys have your kids up here, and I'm glad that they're here. But, but just remember, when it's easy to just lay out, when it's easy not to come to the church, just take that extra step and be here. And we do try to give you extra time so, you know, next Sunday is Easter Sunday. We won't have the evening service. Why? So you can give the gospel to your family or so that you can be with them to open the door to give them the gospel at another time. That's, so we're, we try to work with your schedule, um, but let's not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. So then look at what it says in verse 10 again. As we have therefore opportunity... Let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Um, church, let's be the church. Let's, as we're getting ready, and uh, is anybody else excited about this? I am. I'm ready to go outside. I'm sad that my grass is growing. I need to put AstroTurf in the front yard because I really don't want to mow. Other than that, man, I'm really excited that the, that the nice weather's coming. I'm excited that we're going to be able to see people. One of the things, one of my goals is going to be to, on the golf course, because I'll just go out there and they end up, you end up playing with someone. I want to try and establish some relationships to get to talk to them maybe off of the golf course and start leading people to Christ through that common interest. That's, 
I want to try and accomplish that. Um, what are you? What are? You, what is your plan? What do you have a plan? As it gets nice out, as you're interacting, it might just be you're out in your neighborhood. You're doing yard work. Other people are out doing yard work, and you just get chatting. One of the things I want to do is invite our neighbors over for a cookout. Just, and and I'm probably not going to give them the gospel right there, just because I don't want them to think that the okay here's the preacher. He's going to ambush us right now. But just start a conversation. Get to know them and with the goal of eventually leading them to Christ. Strategically, what are you thinking about ministry-wise this summer, this spring, this outside time? Because, man, people don't want to talk right now with the COVID thing all over the winter and everybody bundled up and people are you know, hiding from each other. That's all changing. And uh, let, let's make sure that we have a plan to reach people, to interact people to, with people, to love people, and then pray for the team ministry here as we're establishing these teams and putting all of this together because we got work to do. Amen? That was just weak. We have work to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's all stand together. Thank you so much for the opportunity to gather around your word. And... This, this just little time that we've had together tonight. I, I pray that you'll use it to focus our purpose, to focus our desires.